I'm Radhika Zaveri, Professor of Practice at SMU on Podwalk, a podcast where students walk, learn, and discuss key marketing issues. Today I have Mickey Woodard with me. Mickey is the CEO of the Texas Women's Foundation. She has 25 plus years of social impact experience across industries. Mickey is a philanthropist, a volunteer, a board member, and a marketer. Among Mickey's experience uh, of being CEO for the multi-million charitable foundations of two high-profile celebrities like Dr. Phil, she has also managed JCPenney's global giving portfolio and actively serves on the board of several organizations like Papa John's Foundation. Welcome, Mickey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course, and that is quite an impressive <laughs> resume. Um, so, Mickey, I am curious. First of all, thank you so much for being here today with us. Um, I'm curious about your take on philanthropy. Philanthropy runs in our veins, mm-hmm. and today almost all of us feel like we are activists to some sort. And if you ask consumers, the majority, two-thirds of consumers, will tell you that they trust organizations that serve the community. So tell us a little bit about your journey to your new role to Texas Women's Foundation and what, what was the turning point to go from a for-profit organization to a nonprofit? So my journey is crooked. That's the first thing that I say. And I say hindsight is 2020. You kind of look back on your journey and see how it fits up together. And that doesn't always happen in the moment. So I've been doing philanthropy, philanthropic investment, um, corporate social responsibility, and working with people of means for over 30 years at this point. And for me, it's always about impact. And you can achieve impact different ways at different times. And so my journey started at a talent agency, one of the largest in the world. I was hired in their foundation to help their celebrities really figure out what does giving back mean, not attached to a movie, not attached to any project, but personally, if you lost somebody, if you have a child and you're thinking about legacy, what does that mean? That timing happened to align with a few disasters, and I became kind of a specialist in helping uh, celebrities really think through what does it mean in that moment. I moved to New Orleans after Katrina and helped a lot of them figure out how to give back. I went to Haiti uh, after the earthquake. And so that's where that journey started. Going back and forth from corporate to nonprofit um, and nonprofit where I am now, I just like the mental chess Mm. of always having a challenge and thinking about where does true impact come from. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And it's really asking yourself the why, and that why drives your mission. Exactly. So what is the mission of the Texas Women's Foundation? So the Texas Women's Foundation, we are a community-supported organization. We invest in the power of women and the power of girls to drive positive change. That's our work. We do that through research, through advocacy programs and grant making, and we do that to advance economic and leadership opportunities, and we're looking to do that for women, girls, and families. We want to build more equitable societies for all. And we were started in 1985. I'm the fourth leader of the organization. Since we began, we've given over $70 million out to community, primarily in North Texas um, and a little bit throughout the state. And my work is really to look at what we've done and build upon that. That's so inspiring. And that's a lot of work in a very short period of time. It is. You know, when we think about nonprofits, there are so many myths about nonprofits. 
So if someone asked you, what, what is it, what is the advice you would give your younger self? What, what would that be? Ugh, my younger self. I miss my younger self. I think <laughs> I would um, really think about how a nonprofit can model a business. You talk about marketing. You talk about the importance of storytelling, narrative, and content. Um, I think that nonprofits sometimes feel like they need to be very different, distinct, separate, and not invest in infrastructure and not invest in people in the same way and not think through the skill sets that you need to cut through the clutter. There are a lot of nonprofits doing incredible work, but these are really challenging times. And so to do that work well, you need great people and you need a clear message. And so for me, the myth is that those two industries need to be so separate. Yeah, absolutely. As you think about what people might consider your job to be? What, what do you think they misunderstand? Well, how, how would you want them to understand your job? It's funny. When I got this role in this title, which I'm so grateful for, and I definitely enjoy it, people seem to gravitate to the title. And the title is phenomenal, and it was absolutely hard to to get to this point in my career. So there's that. But that title does not always equate to leadership. And I think you can lead wherever you are. And so I would just think about who you are in your circle of friends, in your classes, with your family, at whatever level you are right now at your particular work. You can be a CEO. Uh, and it's thinking about, you know, what is, what does that mean to you? And what does it mean to really stand up and figure out what leadership means? Yeah, and I think that that's a really inspiring message for everyone around, mm -hmm. whether you're a student or not, because life is about a learning lesson. And if you can be and have impact and be a leader in anything that you do mm -hmm. at any stage of your life, I mm -hmm. think that's a very beautiful and inspiring message. And often when we think about that, we first think about challenges. We, we think about all the obstacles and roadblocks that come in our way. So as you consider challenges for your industry, what would you say the top couple, the biggest challenge for your industry today is? Gosh, there are several. We are living in complicated times. Um, the world is changing around us and it's changing quickly. So keeping up with that pace is one challenge for certain. Making sure that you have a clear message throughout um, that you don't get swayed by what's happening around you, but you are able to clearly stick to your mission and show your impact. Uh, I also think in that it's being noticed, right? Having the ability to stick out and to be known for something in the middle of so much chaos and to be known for something great. Um, that could be a challenge. And the last thing I'll say is we're all still figuring out how to come back outside. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I don't think that we're coming back outside in the same way that we went in. And so in a post-COVID world, what does that mean for your working relationships and your work? Yeah. And I think what you're referring to is challenging status quo mm -hmm. as well, because mm -hmm. as you think about going from good to great. Yes. Jim Collins. Yes, of course. Um, what, what does that mean to you? What, what does challenging a status quo mean? And what do you think that the Texas Women's Foundation has done in your term here, which has been, you know, this year yeah. um, to challenge those status quo. It's a great question. You know, I think for the women of the state of Texas, first of all, just sheer size. We have 14 million women. 
that is larger than the population of 46 states. And so first, for us, it's defining what is the status quo, because there is no one woman that defines what the actual living experience is for every single person in the state or every single woman in the state. And so for us, it's really thinking about, is it economic leadership? What are the barriers there, whether that be childcare or healthcare or housing, or just not having a mentor or not having the support? Um, challenging the status quo can take on so many forms. And I think for us, it's being really intentional about breaking those down to their smallest parts. Because to take it on, you have to be very specific in that work. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And reframing the problem. Sounds mm-hmm. like you have taken the problem mm-hmm. and peeled the onion to really get to mm-hmm. the root cause. That's it, exactly. To, to understand. Well, what, what is it that you're, you're dealing with? So thank you for sharing that. That's, that's really lovely. Um, you know, we met over a coffee this summer. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that, what a lady. And I think I have a few, a few uh, different words that come to my mind now. You're a myth buster <laughs> after this interview. Um, an inspirational speaker, a motivator, and, and someone who believes in impact. So with all that passion, with all that spirit and, and compassion that you have for your community as you pursue your purpose... If you were to write a book, and I don't know if you're thinking about it, but if you were to write a book, I wonder what you would write about. I think that I would write about the legacy that I stepped into. Because for me, at least, I don't come to any of this work alone. I was fortunate enough to have the example of my parents and not just how they worked, but how they lived my great-great-great-grandmother who had the courage to go to college um, back in the 1800s when that was unheard of. My grandfather who somehow had a vision that he could learn to fly and became a Tuskegee Airman. And, and so I have a lot of history and legacy in my family and I realize that's rare. So my book would be about them as much as it's about me and at the core of it all, I think it would be about love. I'm really, really close to my family, and I think that love and that uh, caring and compassion has seen me through so much. And again, that's that's yet another beautiful message because that really is uh, what branding is all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about branding; it's building a community. And it sounds like your community is a community of of love. Mm-hmm. And as I think about your community further at Texas Women's Foundation and and love and sisterhood and innovation and, and doing things that challenge your status quo. I think about the giving circles that you have. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? How, yes. how that surfaced and what that means to the Texas Women's Foundation? It means everything. These women are so passionate, as you know, so committed to your own work as well as the work of our foundation. So we have three. We have our Orchid Giving Circle that really focuses on the needs of the Asian American community. We have the Village Giving Circle that focuses on the African American community. And then we have H100 that focuses on the Hispanic community, which make what makes each one of these groups so important to us and to those that they serve is that they've come together on their own. We don't tell them what the priorities are. What I love to see is how that's decided upon 
and how these incredible women spend the time understanding what the needs are around them and then raise the funds to really find ways to meet those needs. And so we are just here to support that work, um, do anything that we can to advise and be helpful, but really they are peer generated and um, just have brought together some really powerful women with um, incredible solutions because of their generosity of both investment and spirit. No, then that's again uh, such a great message about it's it's really about them versus you and mm-hmm. you're there to facilitate mm-hmm. you're the facilitator moderator mm-hmm. um, while the community raises themselves and and I think that as people come across these giving circles come across the philanthropic work that you have done that many around you are doing you know they wonder how they too can volunteer can be of impact how they can serve the community. What advice would you have for our students, our marketers, our future leaders, and how they can give back to the community? Well, there are so many ways. I think first you have to figure out what are you passionate about? And sometimes you're passionate about more than one thing, but try and distill it into a list of priorities. And if it is uh, women in this state, then visit our website. We're a great starting point which is txwf.org. If you want to get involved with the Texas Women's Foundation and you want to help us, it's worth looking at policy and advocacy and how we take these issues to work with the legislature. Join our Army of Advocates. If you want to get involved in community, then look at the giving circles. If you want to get involved with our organization, look at the 19 Society as an opportunity to start But there are great organizations doing really important work across this community and across the state. And step one is finding out and figuring out where do you want to have impact and what time do you have available to devote to that. Thank you so much, Mickey. This was such an inspirational conversation and I love the messages that you're uh, you've left us with. Um, you've busted some myths for us on nonprofits. So thank you for doing that. The myth buster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and talking about va- value, what value means to you, what value means to others, what value means to the community, and really pursuing that with all your heart. And and that there is a role for marketers, especially the, the students in, in this classroom, whether it's in the corporate world or in the philanthropic world, if, if that so suits your purpose, if that is what drives you, if that's what wakes you up in the morning and that makes you happy. And uh, there is a world of love in, in, in all spaces. So thank you again for coming out here today and giving us your valuable time and your insights. And we hope that we are able to see you here again at SMU. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate it. I thoroughly enjoyed that coffee. And I hope this is just the first of many conversations that we're able to have. Thank you. Thanks, Mickey.